Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my co-host who's buried in her phone at the moment. Jessica! Nice of you to join us, Jessica. I was looking for something. Drink something? Um, no. Cocktail related? No. We got a cocktail episode coming up next. We do. We do. Summer cocktails, too. After this one. That's exciting. Yeah. So that one obviously will be for the adults, but this one's for everybody. Yay! And while you're looking down at, now thinking about cocktails, what, as we start this every time, what are you drinking? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. What are you going to be drinking? Um, a little take on a margarita. Interesting. Yeah. Well, before you start mixing that up. Mm -hmm. What are you having? Uh, what I'm about to have and what I'm uncorking right now is a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. This is this is a different bottle from the one I had before. The one I had before was from Voyage 21. And, you know, if you've listened back to episodes, the thing with the Jefferson's Ocean is they age them, well, at sea. They, they distill it. They put them in barrels. They put the barrels on a ship. The ship goes around the world. And as the temperatures and the climates and the humidity changes, that, that nice young whiskey as it's mm -hmm. aging is getting sucked in and back out of the oak so it's taking on different characters based on the voyage and you get the motion of the ocean mixing it up different characters pirates versus damsels <laughs> yeah. in distress well there are different characters and different notes <laughs> for the different <laughs> voyages uh the last one was a cask strength this one's not quite as strong mm -hmm. but this was a uh, this was actually a very nice gift from uh, a gentleman uh, at the rink Yay! He's one of the players. He's one of the captains. I love to tease him about being a goon and being have all these penalty <laughs> minutes. He doesn't have that many penalty minutes, but he is a very nice gentleman, uh, Greg. And hey, I was going to go scorekeep a game, and when I got into the scorekeeper's booth, there was a solo cup full of ice and a brown paper bag that was very clearly labeled "Not Whiskey." Not whiskey. Not whiskey. <laughs> Looks legit. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, I do like that he gave you the cup full of ice. Yeah, so it was, was very nice. nice. Again, he's a very nice gentleman, as much as I love to tease him about being a goon, which mm -hmm. he's not. Uh, so I am going to pour some of this okay. for this episode. Yay. And to help bring out the character, uh, I am going to put one one cube right in it. But that's for me. Nice and simple. No mixing. It was just uncork it, pour it, put a cube in. Your margarita of sorts. Okay. So Tell us about this. My very lovely friends gave me this um, really cool birthday present. And they Which are birthday was it? My 40th. Yes. Okay. Anyways, they're called My Drink Bombs. And they're the original drink bomb. Anyways, these... Is there a copycat drink bomb out there? I have no idea. Okay. I assume there is because there's usually a copycat of pretty much everything on the planet. But these are pretty cool because I believe that they are all margarita flavored. And I've done one before and it's really fun. All, it, all the same traditional margarita flavor? No, or it's, it's got all kinds of different flavors. Um, like what? Strawberry margarita or spicy margarita bomb or hibiscus rose. There's one called a hangover. I'm not brave enough to try <laughs> that one right now. Are you supposed to mix that one with the tequila or is that just after you've you had all these put others? it in your mouth and let it effervesce with your saliva? I don't know. Um, but today I thought it would be fun to do the mango margarita bomb. And just to be clear, Jefferson's, uh, whatever brand tequila we're using, my drink bomb, none of these things sponsor us, right? 
Mm-hmm. And no, none of them. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they're not sponsoring us. They didn't give us the compass anything. They didn't send us free samples. Those are a birthday gift from your friend. Uh, the tequila came from Costco. Uh, the Jeffersons came from the rink. Yep. And from Greg. Uh, thank you again, Greg. And uh, we're just having fun with this. So, um, all right. Which one? Sorry, I know you said it, but I forgot. Which one are you trying? I'm trying the mango margarita bomb. So, what's the process for these? The process is you take the bomb out of the package. There you go. Do be careful because it's a little. It's sort of like. Ooh, that smells good. Um. Can I sniff? Yeah, you can. Okay. They look like itty bitty miniature bath bombs, and all you ladies, I'm sure you're familiar with bath bombs. You can. Find them pretty much everywhere now, and you put them. I'm sure there's dudes out there who into your bathtub once you have it full of I don't know, maybe like a quarter of the way full of water. Like you I've never used a bath bomb, filling but the tub and they effervesce you. and they're fantastic and they smell great and they make your skin soft. This one is not going to do any of those things. It's not going to effervesce. It is going to effervesce, but you don't put it into a bathtub and it's not going to make my skin you soft. You could if you're making a whole lot of them. I guess that would be kind of fun, like the Mentos. Uh, videos with the you're having a big party we're gonna make a bathtub full of margaritas so i'm reading the instructions and they say take out your drink bomb put sparkling water into a glass put the bomb into the sparkling water and then add alcohol and then cheers so let's see how it goes are you supposed to put ice in your glass first no it doesn't show ice in the glass first but i will probably put ice in my glass after it. all right so what are you using for your sparkling water uh la croix LaCroix. Whatever. Sparkling pure water. Unflavored. Unflavored. All right. Because I want all the flavor to come from my little bum. Okay. And you broke out the old margarita glasses. They're pretty. They are okay, pretty. Okay, so there's my bubbles. Okay. And here we go. And you filled it up just when it went up and it starts to uh, flare out. Mm-hmm. So you just got that bottom little cup part of the margarita glass. Okay. Mango margarita bomb coming in. Ooh, that's cool. So many bubbles. So many. It's changing colors. It's bright yellow down at the bottom, and then it just fades out to almost like a light watered-down lemonade towards the top. It really is opening up and down at the bottom. That's cool. Yeah. All right, what's next? You just wait for it to break up? I'm just going to wait a little bit longer for it to break up. Okay. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Well, while it's doing that, uh, Jessica... We're recording this on... Um, I need a swizzle stick. We are recording this on Memorial Day weekend. Yay! By the way, love the swizzle stick with a little <laughs> hairy pom-pom on top. <laughs> a red hairy pom-pom with sparkles. Yes, it does have some coronavirus molecule uh, it's great. vibes going on there. Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. We're recording this one. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Yesterday, so it's Saturday, but yesterday was Friday, and 22 years ago, it was also a Friday. Yes, it was. And you know how I know that? Because we have photographic evidence of that. Well, because I asked Siri, too. Hmm. Um, Yes, we have photographic evidence because 22 years ago, uh, you had your senior prom. I did. I showed up in a red dress. But no sparkly pom-pom. I showed up in a tuxedo. Yay! No red dress. No no red no. dress for you. And I put a photo up on my personal Instagram and had a few hashtags, one of which was, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> because that was the night we met. 
Yep. So we went, we met up. We've told this story on previous episodes, but we went out to dinner with uh, several couples. Uh, we went to prom. We ended up hitting it off and shortly thereafter became a couple and got engaged, got married, had kids, started a podcast. That sums it up pretty well, doesn't it? Basically. <laughs> sure, basically. Uh, last night, though, we decided to go out for dinner. Uh, end up in Three Oaks, Michigan. So we went down to Journeyman Distillery, not a sponsor, just where Journeyman we went to dinner. so good. Uh, and really had a, a nice dinner. Uh, casual, enjoyable, great scenery and view. You can see all the distillation towers. We could see their very old uh, vintage pickup truck full of kegs. Mm-hmm. It's green. Really? Like, what do we have? We had the charcuterie board. Yep. We had uh, braised carrots with oh. goat cheese. Oh, with a nice little glaze over the top uh, and walnuts and goat cheese on them. Mm-hmm. I had the the trout. For dinner with uh, the the peas with the bacon and it was just fantastic hit the spot you i had the ribeye with palm frites how was it the ribeye was fantastic i only had a couple of the fries because i it just it was a lot of food um and there were i think braised green onions on there and oh um like roasted tomatoes on there too nice what'd you have to drink I'm sorry, you're trying to take a sip of your margarita right now. Take a sip and tell me how it feels. And that gives you a chance to remember what you had last night. <laughs> Cheers from a distance. We're not clinking when you have a margarita glass. Those things. Like, I've known you, <laughs> Miss, what was it? New Year's Eve, 1999. We go to a party and, like, within the first five minutes, you dump a margarita in my lap because you're like, you had one, you went to go sit on me, and there it goes. I'm right so in my good lap. at balancing glasses. Apparently. So, we are not going to clink no a margarita today. glasses, even if I have a little, uh, little snifter. Mm-hmm. But mine is quite big, so. All right. All right. Is it now? Uh, how? Okay. All right. How is your uh, cocktail today? Oh, it's great. What's it taste like? Mangoes. Okay. It looks like it has a chunk of mango in the bottom where it's the... It's still got a little bit of the the drink bomb left in there. Yeah. But that's okay, because I'm probably going to have a second one of these, and <laughs> there we go. I'll be all set to just add the same ingredients. Cool. Yeah, it tastes just like a margarita. It's fantastic. And then last night, mm-hmm. last night I had a I had painkiller number seventy nine at Journeyman. Is that the name of it, or that is your seventy ninth painkiller in your life? Mm-hmm. No, if that's the name of it. Okay, painkiller number seventy nine, which makes me think they went through seventy eight other iterations of this to get to this most magnificent version. Let's go with that. That's a fun story, whether it's true or not. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Anyways, it was for it, your second drink course. My second one was called a blood pressure. and that Did was... it raise your blood pressure or lower it? Oh, we probably lowered it okay. significantly. So we had a medicinal theme going on here for you. You had the had the painkiller. You had the blood pressure. What would you out, follow that up with? You decided that it would be a good idea to do shots of, uh, to do shots of absinthe. Well, and I mean good idea... Shot. In quotations, <laughs> it was not it a was good idea. Journeyman absinthe. So, fun fact: absinthe tastes like anise, and if you really, really hate the taste of anise, like I do, or anise, whatever, um, y- you are not gonna like you know, absinthe. You're, you're calling it something else last night. Similar. <laughs> I'm sure that I did. <laughs> this tastes like. Yeah. It was not good. 
Um, they actually they brought out the shot, and then they brought you another little shot glass full of water. Well, diluted, yeah. I, anyways, I took a sip of it undiluted, and I really wanted to vomit because I do not. <laughs> it's just a flavor I don't enjoy. I've never liked it. I don't like it in Jaeger. I don't like it in um, Uzo. I don't. It's just black licorice. Ew, gross. It's it's one of the most repulsive flavors on the planet. I'm so sorry, journeyman. Um. But yeah, you actually managed to drink it. Yes. Um, I dumped mine into an entire glass full of water to try and drink it, and it still was unpalatable to me. But how did you? It was memorable. It It, it tasted like anise. I thought it was it was good. It's not something I'm going to order a whole bunch of, but it is a key ingredient if you want to do a true Sazerac. Yeah, yeah. I guess Sazeracs are not for me. What did you have to drink at Journeyman? Well, while I was waiting for you, I got their um, their single malt mm-hmm. and had that uh, neat. neat. And you showed up, and I finished that off, and we had our charcuterie board with it. And so we ordered our braised carrots. Uh, you put in your uh, blood pressure or mm-hmm. whatever that drink was. And blood I pressure. actually did a small flight, a mini flight, because they do flights of clear spirits and whiskeys and everything but i did one uh they have a, a set of three drinks three uh, beverages mm-hmm. three spirits that they spirits. collaborated with the uh, field museum in chicago yeah uh, and so it is their field vodka their field uh gin and their field rye whiskey how were they oh, outstanding which one did you like the most uh you know what probably the rye but really close to it is the gin they had so many different botanical notes coming out of that gin uh it just kept going having me go back for a sip after sip just trying to figure out what everything that's going on in there uh the vodka was good too but i really liked the rye and i really liked the gin yeah um you let me have a little taste of all three and the field rye was by far my favorite it's kind of fruity and kind of floral Yes. And I thought it was outstanding. All sorts of tropical notes going on. So probably the next time we go back to Journeyman, we'll need to grab a bottle of that. Because that I would like to just sit and drink. You do not need to twist my arm on that. I figured I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just needs a cube for me. Yes. Probably no cube for you, but... Well, no, you know, one cube would um, help release uh, some of the flavors a little bit more. Yeah. But that was last night, and then afterwards we met up because there was a social outing uh, for the Hockey League. A social outing. Wow, this is our off weekend. We just finished the championships. It just sounds so formal. <laughs> <laughs> we were around a fire pit out at the, one of the breweries. <laughs> and then uh, next weekend we have the draft. So it's kind of like, all right, let's take a breath. Yay. I was just looking at my drinks bomb box. Yeah. And it has this nifty little sticker on it that says tequila. Yes. Which leads me to believe that there is a different set for vodka and for rum and probably for gin. Do the uh, drink bomb police come and get you if you use vodka with these tequila bombs? They don't. And I know that because I totally used um, vodka with the hibiscus rose when I first tried these out. And that was fantastic. Nice. Mm -hmm. Speaking of hockey, though, how did it turn out? The season, oh, it was interesting. So we uh, we went, kids one and two played. I went and I coached. They had that team from Hammond that we've spoken about a few times showed up. We beat them. Uh, nine to five, kid uh, kid one was in that. Kid two got to play goal, or not goalie, he got to play center. It went really well. We had a few of the kids from other rinks and other programs were getting a little rile up, and it's like, just calm down. 
We had uh, one that I had to pull in and put on my end of the bench to keep an eye on him because it's like, we don't act like that here. He he was getting a little riled up, and one of the other coaches on the other team uh, didn't take too kindly at it and started jawing at him. So then the kid on our team gave him the finger, the international finger of discontent, which caused both coaches on the other team to really start Wait, jawing at him. What? Yeah. So I was there. I did not see this happen. Because it was at the bench, and you were down behind the goalie. So yeah, it was like not a good angle. Number one. So I look over and I didn't catch all of that. But my assistant coach did. And our kid is poking his stick at players and coaches on the other bench, at which point I called him back to the bench and he was playing defense. And I'm like, we don't act like that here. Show some class. And he about and he's like, wow. And I'm like, no, sat his butt down. And our, I moved. Our kid no, like, okay. this is this kid. from South <laughs> right. Bend. Uh So I moved him up to forward, which he wanted to be anyway, which he was not, you know, this, you know, 10, 11, 12 year olds. We got three lines of forwards and two lines of defense. Obviously, if you want more ice time, you want to go play defense, which is where I put him. Well, I moved him up to forward, so he would suddenly would get less ice time. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I was managing the forwards line by line, play by play, so I could keep a closer eye on his behavior. But aside from that, it went well. We won. As soon as that was done, I went and threw my skates on and did the coaching slash refing routine with the U8s as they played. And that was we, very cute. We started with one game, and then we sw- split it up into two so the kids could have more ice time, and suddenly we needed somebody who could open the door, that, close the doors, and you were there, and I'm like, get out here on the bench and coach, so to speak, which is really just count to two. No, I didn't even have to count. Because we're playing two to two, or two yeah, on two. I didn't have to count to two. I just had to wait for uh, Mr. Rink owner to blow the whistle. Yeah. And then make sure... Two went out two and two went came out. off, yes. so you had to count to two. No. <laughs> and open a door not. and not get your toes cut off. That was tricky because I wore sandals, which was stupid. <laughs> I was so cold when we left. I've never been happier to walk into like 89 degree weather. But we left and we went home for a little bit <laughs> and then we turned around and like we were home for an hour and we went back to the rink. Uh, kid number uh, one was goalie for um, bad hockey was done, but uh, one of the guys had run it out the ice and had a private skate and asked her to play goalie. So she went out and played, and I showed up, and he had asked me repeatedly to play, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm tired, it's been a long season, I've got two games back-to-back, and the second one is the championship game. Well, we walk in, and he's like, will you please consider playing, I have 12 skaters. It's like, fine. So I went, I went and I played, and I spent most of the time playing defense, just making sure that, um, we, there was a couple guys who... Don't get it that this is for the developmental players and let them have pass and shoot and just hang back and feed them pucks and pass to them. And yeah, occasionally I take a shot and score on kid one because it's just a reminder that dad can still uh, score on her, (laughs) ruin her day. But uh, I spent a lot of time blocking shots. Uh, But I got a little skate in. Then I had a hangout for an hour during the championship game, went out and presented the trophy for that for the 40 plus league. Then immediately hopped on the ice for my um, my the what we call the bronze game, the third, third place, third place and fourth place game out of four teams <laughs> with my 40 plus team and a, one of my uh, top ranked players. In addition to the one I knew who wasn't going to show up, another one didn't show up at the last minute. And, you know, right before the game, I checked my phone. It's like, yeah, I'm in Maine and my plane's delayed. I don't think I'm going to make it in time. It's like, no kidding. You, you think? So we went out and we played. We lost. With our ninth ga- ninth goalie of this nine game season, and yeah. then came off the ice, went into to grab my stuff, went to the other locker room where my other team was, threw on a jersey for that. My my players in that locker room are looking all nervous, like where is everybody? I'm like, no problem. We've got three players out. I've got one 
I have a guy, a guy coming in to be the sub goalie, and the other two subs are women. So they're over in the women's locker room, which was very crowded because it's not a very big room because there's usually not too many women. And if there's a full women's team, they get a, one of the big locker rooms. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had six women between the two teams playing that game and another one who came in for the game after. So they had seven women crammed into that locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the game was fun. Um, I, I made sure when I picked subs, you know, I could have brought in ringers, but that kind of defeats the spirit of what we're trying to achieve here in growing things. And I just picked people who were fun, uh, who competent in what they were doing, were appropriately ranked, and were fun. So we had fun. We lost. We were runners-up for the cha- league championship. And then there was a consolation game for the C-League after that, and, but I was out in the parking lot tailgating with everybody. And then came home. And then I went back uh, Monday night for the AB championship game, which was uh, not as close of a game as I thought it would be. But uh, you know what? Uh, Greg, the gentleman who provided the whiskey, uh, also was on the winning team. So maybe there were some good vibes and good karma for that because I'm... his team was in the championship for the 40-plus league and they lost the oh, night before. Oh, see, that's... Uh, may, maybe that's... that's... Uh, so maybe bad. that you just, there's something with the hockey gods. You have to offer up a sacrifice to the commissioner. A sacrifice of whiskey. To the <laughs> something. I don't know. They have the good karma. Not yes, like I was pulling. Spread that rumor around. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a different bottle. Maybe. Next time. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's not like I have any ability to like really have sway in what's going on, but maybe it's just that good hockey karma. It's kind of like yes. I tell the kids when they're out there hacking away at the ice with their stick, like they're like, it's a pickaxe. Like, no, hockey karma means the kid that's beating up like the ice like that will probably have a breakaway and get his skate or his edge caught in a rut and will fall on his face. Nice. So be nice to the ice and be nice to the commissioner. Well, that was that was uh, the weekend in hockey. And then what's ahead is another season. So it'll be busy, but it'll be fun. And that's Absolutely. the whole point of it. Get some exercise, have fun, be social. Yeah. Well, should we get into tonight's topic? We should do that. We should. What are you looking so at on your phone? Fun. I found the website for my drink bomb. Yeah? They have so many different types of bombs. And they, they kind of look like the Lush bath bombs where they've got like um, confetti. But they're like gumball size and not like the ridiculously jawbreaker size. They're just about yeah. the size of the ones you see in the, the um, thing on the way out of the grocery store where you put it in the quarter and you get some. Yeah, but like, look. This one is called an Earth Bomb, and it's blue and green. I don't know what it, it tastes like, like. This one has butterflies in it. Um, this one has rose petals. There's what, one what that's got little stars What kind of booze goes with it. the butterfly bomb? I don't know. Anything? Hold on, I gotta go back to it. Black Orchard Bomb. Hmm. Martini. Oh, so it's, is it it's for gin or vodka? Yep. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll play with that. I think... It just says. I think we should your, play with that just, in a future episode. We absolutely should. Yeah. It just says to add your favorite alcohol. So really, you can use them with whatever you want. Okay. I don't think it matters. I'll tell you too what. Much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm super excited take, about this. Take a break from the bombs for a minute, and we're gonna do some transition music, and we're gonna roll into the topic for the night. Okay. Even though it's middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Jessica, Marco. you ready for tonight's topic? Uh, yes. Do you remember what we're doing? Yes. What are we doing? Cleanliness. We are. We are going to get into the dirty on getting clean. Woohoo! 
<laughs> so we're going to lead this off with a lightning round. Ready, Jessica? Okay. Which do you prefer, shower or bath? Shower. Me too. Which do you do more, shower or bath? Shower. Me too. I don't have time for a bath. No, our bathtub is ridiculous. It's got jets. You can't even put bubbles in it. It kind of, we need to redo our bathroom. We do. Your ideal shower temperature, cold, warm, or hot? Hot. I want my skin to melt off when <laughs> I'm, I'm in the shower. I'm about one notch below that, but yes. <laughs> loofah or washcloth? Washcloth. I'm a loofah. For soap, the liquid slash gel or the bar slash solid? It depends on my mood. Sometimes I really like the liquid. It's much more, it's fast and it's convenient. But other, I really like the way that certain bar sm soaps smell. Um, so if I am craving a certain soapy smell, I will go for the bar soap. I'm more of liquid gel preference, but uh, imagine if you had a mood soap, either a mood bar or a mood gel that changed colors depending on your mood, like mood rings. That'd be amazing. There's a product idea out there for somebody who's bored. <laughs> yeah. Shampoo. Do you go with a particular product or is it eh, indifferent? Particular product. Okay. Always. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh i vary and i kind of go in moods and i'll land on one for a while that works and usually it gets discontinued and i go find something else or i go to the store and it's not there and i go with something else I'm like whatever all right navy shower are you familiar with the navy shower no when you hear navy shower what do you think of i honest to god have no idea what this is other than like a bunch of people showering at the same time on a boat nut to butt so to speak sure yeah is that what it is no what is it <laughs> A navy shower is when you turn off the water while lathering to save fresh water. No, thank you very much. So the I do have a story related to this real quick. Okay. All right. We're, uh, it's summer hockey, obviously not last summer because we didn't have summer hockey. It was the summer before. Uh, it uh, might have been spring hockey. It was something. Uh, it was warm out, and we had an early game, and we were getting ready to go uh, out to one of the uh, barn grills nearby after our game. And, then, of course, my team ends up in the tiny locker room, which has one shower stall. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually slow to undress. And this was my AB team, so they're young. So they were like, bam, 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 out of stuff. And I'm like, I'm still getting undressed. And there's about three or four of us left in the locker room, and I hear the shower turn off. I'm like, no, no, leave it on. I want to get in. And the shout comes from in the shower. I'm not done. I'm lathering. <laughs> we had this dude. He's got this like Fabio looking hair going on and he looked like a little male model. Um, and he's doing his his lather rinse repeat routine in the locker room shower while the rest of us are waiting to go out to drinks and join the rest of the team and also get food because we were essentially playing during dinner time. Yeah. It's like, thanks, dude. Well, at least you didn't, like, blindly walk in there once you heard the water turn off, only to find a soapy dude standing in the shower stall. It's one of the tiny locker rooms, and the shower's right at, like, the head of the room. So, like, basically, if you came in the door, you'd be greeted by a naked dude lathering Mr. his hair. rink owner might want to invest in curtains. <laughs> Why? They're just going to get moldy and mildewy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just get curtains. Anyway, what's moving on with this? Uh, and also for Navy shower, I'm a no. I just leave it running. <laughs> which I know is wasteful, but... Uh shaving in or out of the shower well i'm a girl it's just easier to do it in the shower i'm an out because i want to see the mirror so i don't slice my face to pieces and i don't we don't have one of those mirrors in the shower with the little um no we tried that Armstrong once and arms. it was just ridiculous it all did was fog up exactly 
Music or background uh, bathing noise. Yes. yes, no, or sometimes. Absolutely. It sucks that I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to work because I cannot listen to music in the shower. I get bored. You, wait, you cannot listen to music in the shower? No, oh. because kid number four's room is next to the oh, okay. wall between the shower and her room. But you prefer music while you're in the shower? Yes. What's your bathing music of choice? Um, current alternative music. Christina Aguilera's Pop. car wash song or whatever? No, I don't think Christina Aguilera is an alternative singer. I'm trying to think what else. There's also that, um, what's the one from South Pacific about washing that man right out of your hair? I don't know what the hell you're talking about right That's now. That's because you didn't have to watch the classic musicals when you were a kid. That no, gets back to our movie because my parents thing. are nice. Well, it has nothing to do with my parents and everything to do with my older sisters. I didn't have any of those because my parents are nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am a sometimes uh, I will try music but, or I'll turn on podcasts. Hmm. That would be a good idea, too. Podcasts. Yeah. Sometimes I'll watch videos in there. <laughs> Do we need to put a waterproof monitor in there and so you Maybe. can just watch TV? Then I can sync my phone to it and won't have to take the phone into the shower. I'm pretty sure that's going to be wasteful in water. You'll be in there way too long. Okay. Uh, Post shower moisturizing. Yes or no? Yes. I'm a no. You should be a Yes. It's nice. I probably should. Which do you prefer, shower buddy or solo? Um, solo. Because again, I like for my skin to burn off in the shower and you don't. And this way I don't have to share my space and I can hog all the water and don't have to share it. I would say with me, it just kind of depends what's going on. If I, like, I really need to get clean, like I've been out doing yard work or something, uh, solo. <laughs> uh, if there's oh, alternate motives going on, buddy time. <laughs> in general do you bathe daily yes i do too in general do you bathe multiple times per day no uh quite often i end up that it happens to be the case it's for me because you play hockey and you get super and stinky. i run and i work out and yeah if you were working out at a fitness slash activity facility gym whatever do you shower there or at home absolutely or never? not why nope. not because you like to stink I don't want to be naked in public. That's this very... Is it, but isn't it technically in private? No, there are other people just wandering around. Also, I don't want to see naked people. I don't even like going into locker rooms in gyms. Oh, just too when, much. Uh, it's too much. I when can't. the kids were taking swim lessons and we, uh, oh, we were at the Y, we'd have the old men who were just standing there and they put like the one leg up on the bench and just like... It's like, dude, my son is like at night he nut help. <laughs> Not height for you. <laughs> Could you just put it away? Oh, my God. I can't even say it. <laughs> for me, it depends. Like when I was playing in South Bend, I would shower because it's a long drive home and everything. At, and of course, they had the big shower rooms for the locker room for off the locker room at the current rink. Well, obviously, during COVID, it was the showers were shut down. So everybody was showering at home. But even before then, it depends on if I'm coming straight home, uh, if we're what time of the game was? Are we jumping in the pool or the hot tub? Because I don't want to then take another shower. Uh, how crowded it is. If I'm in one of the locker rooms that has one or two showers, you know. So it kind of depends on the local one. At the Y, uh, I would come home because old men spending way too long in there conversing. It's like, no. Fun. Fun. All mm -hmm. right. In your experience, the best post-race shower that was not at home. Have you taken showers after a race? Yes. Have you taken a shower somewhere that was not at home after a race? 
In a hotel room. Yeah. So the best hotel room for taking a shower after a race. I have no idea. We usually stay in really cheesy motels. Not always. They're usually in very cheesy places, though. How about this? Mine I don't have any was at the uh, the Virgin Hotel in uh, Chicago. If you remember our hotel suite there. A 1950s retro, they had yeah, a... Yeah, but I didn't do a race that weekend. I did. I mean, it's still... <laughs> it was hot as hell, and you were managing four kids... That actually was a really cool bathroom. That entire room was cool. The room was cool. Like so, out in the the seating area, lounge area, the desk chair, the back of it looked like a Vespa. The fridge in our hotel room was the 1950s, very curved um, lines on it. Yeah, mirrored the Vespa look, bright red. And then you went through a sliding barn door, and there was the bathroom, and then the walk-in shower room with a built-in bench yep. and everything. And it was the entire room, and shower heads. shower over. heads. Yeah. And then you uh, walked through another sliding barn door, and then there was our bedroom. Yep. And so that was great, because I could just go in after that race, and actually that one was cold, because it was so crazy hot that day. Yeah, it was. And just soak and have the head the jets and the heads and everything from the two shower heads which two shower heads but they also had the little heads in the wall too yeah, they, they would get in multiple directions mm-hmm. and just one lower my body temperature but also i just was so exhausted from the heat um spent a very long time in there which again i know is not responsible in terms of use of water but boy did it feel good <gasps> bubbles anything else is that the end of the lightning round? That is the end of the lightning round. Let's go over some, uh, just some general uh, cleanliness uh, facts and figures. And going through, there's a lot of different blogs and posts from people to put things out there. And it's interesting trying to find stats and figures that are actually based on some things that are more than a sample size of 200. Or, which is like, I don't really care what about the bathing habits of college sophomores at a specific university. I want to know... More specific things. And then you get into the national level things, and it varies by country and country and the different customs. Yeah, when I went to Spain, after I graduated from high school, I lived with a family for a week. And that was a really cool experience. I highly recommend it. Um, Something that my Spanish teacher did not prepare us for was the fact that um, they don't take showers every single day. And on days off where they're not taking showers, they turn the hot water completely off. Like there is a separate knob located in a different part of the house that you have to switch on. And so I didn't know this. And the morning after my very first night in the house, I went and took a shower. And I was desperately trying to turn the hot water on. And I was like, oh my God, it doesn't work. There's no hot water. How am I going to make it a week? And so I like took the fastest shower of my life because it was ice cold and I got out and I got dressed really fast. And then I went downstairs and I was like shivering and my Spanish mom came down and she was like, what did you go swimming? And I was like, no, I took a shower and she goes, oh no, it's not shower day. Well, she goes, you should have told us we would have turned the hot water on for you. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So she showed me the knob and she's like, we have to turn it on. We'll make sure it's on. For this week. And I was like, oh. Well, no, that way they're not also not wasting energy heating a big tub exactly of water, it. which is essentially um, what a water heater is, unless yeah. you get a tankless one. So that was a fun life lesson. And in case you didn't know that, there you go. There you go. It was not a thing that we had to worry about in the hotels that we stayed in. No, but just... when you're staying with the family, they had a pool. They did. Mm-hmm. 
It was uh, in you got a crash course in Europe as your your host father liked to strut around in his speedo. And he had a speedo. There and you it go. was uh blue. <laughs> well, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, perhaps you've heard of them in the last year. No, completely unfamiliar. Have the no average idea. shower in the United States lasts eight minutes. Okay. And and then it adds what oh, adds. Uh <laughs> For those who like to stay in longer and make it a bathing experience, like they're watching their entire television program, Jessica. Uh, Only sometimes. If you're if you're in there longer than 15 minutes, you're actually doing more harm than good because at that point, you're wa- drying out your skin. You're washing away uh, key oils, the good, the good bacteria, the oils that are good for your body. You're, you're not just cleaning your skin and your body and your hair. You are now stripping away everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're setting yourself up for eczema and all that fun stuff. Not to mention you're wasting a lot of water. If you're not in there long enough, like if you're a hop in, hop out in under two minutes, uh, you, chances are you're not getting that's your skin and everything clean enough. So that, according to them, the average is eight minutes and the sweet spot is about eight minutes. Cool. Where do you rank in terms of eight minutes? Uh, depends on the day. If I'm running late for work, it could be a four minute shower. I can get clean really fast. If I am having a leisurely Sunday afternoon, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes maybe. Yeah, ditto. I don't know what the 45 minutes, but kid once heading into that territory. When I was little, it used to be like an hour or longer. I used to refill the bathtub multiple times. My dad would come and like bang on the door and yell at me through the door and I would go, la la la, I can't hear you. I would bring my CD player and my speakers in there and turn it up really, really loud and then I couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Teenagers are jerks. I'm just going to leave the teenager thing there because we could do a whole episode on that. How about this? You've already mentioned uh, that you shower your daily shower, shower person who showers daily okay you already mentioned that normally i mean stuff happens especially when we're traveling but um according to the american academy of dermatology uh, most people do not need more than one shower a day yeah and actually there's also you know things out there from the world health organization and cdc that most people don't shower daily uh, yeah, I have to believe this is especially very, if you get into um, other parts of the world. A very American thing to shower every single day. I really do. There is now that the caveat with that though is if you're doing something where you're getting dirty, mm-hmm. gardening. If you're gardening, landscaping, construction, very physically demanding fields. Uh, if you're around some sort of pathogen, you need to get clean. But also, if you're doing exercise, you need to clean the body off. You've been doing a lot of heavy sweating. So obviously, like, if you get up and you shower before you go to work, and then after work, you go to work out, play your hockey game or something, you, you need to take a shower. I mean, that the gear stinks for a reason. Yeah. And you are in it, causing it. <laughs> the recommendation, though, is for the water to be lukewarm and to moisturize immediately following your shower. Yes to the moisturize, no to the lukewarm. Sorry, I'll go CBC. on the high the high end of lukewarm. Mm, Hot. And yes, I know it's actually really bad for your skin and your hair. I just don't care. 
one of the experts out there do they do kind of break down the uh, the benefits of hot and cold. Warm water is not hot water, but warm water is better for skin conditions mm-hmm. like eczema, psoriasis. And also, you know, using warm instead of hot keeps your energy bill down because you're not using up all that hot, hot water from your water heater. The benefits of cold showers, aside from all the ones that like and all the jokes about, oh, I need to take a cold shower <laughs> for relationship reasons. No. Uh, the benefits include it calms itchy skin, which think about it. If that you is itchy, true. you put an ice pack or yep. some frozen veggies on your arm or something. It does wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a little bit rudely. It increases circulation. Yeah, because your blood, your body is pumping that blood out to the extremities like, keep me warm. <laughs> Reduces muscle soreness, especially after a workout. Because think about it, like you see the athletes jumping in the ice bath or putting a bag of ice on themselves. Mm-hmm supposedly one of the benefits is glowing hair and skin. I would love to know how they define that operationally. It sounds like a very subjective thing, but that is one of the things they're listing. They're also saying that it potentially boosts weight loss. I don't believe that. I want to see the study on that, but that is what they've published here. Yeah, uh, I would like to read that as well. I didn't have time to dig into all the details, but that is one of the... I feel like there's probably some compounds in there. Maybe because you get your heart going and the blood flowing? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd have to imagine something would be happening physiologically to boost your metabolism. I just don't know. I'm curious. Mm. How about this, though? Mm-hmm. So we talk, I mean, there are, we talked about if you bathe too much yeah. and you're washing away the good bacteria, you're washing away some of the oils that help protect your skin, not only keeping it hydrated, but just creating a buffer layer. It's like putting wax on your car almost. Okay. If you don't bathe enough, Ooh. yeah, what are some things that happen if you don't bathe enough, Jess? You get smelly. Yes, it increased body odor. What else? You get itchy. Yes, you do. You get skin conditions like eczema, psoriasis, and dermatitis. And with all that... Excess grease in your hair. Well, yeah, with all that itchiness, what can that lead to with all the scratching? And oh, the extra layer of dirt on there. You get a staph infection. Well, skin infection, yeah. Yeah. Possibly staph. It's, it's bad. You don't want that. You can get areas of dark or discolored skin. Mm-hmm. You can get acne because now you've got all those pores are getting clogged. Back knee. Anytime of acne, yep. But back knee is the worst because you can't get to it yourself. Ew. <laughs> so clearly we got to bathe. And then the, <laughs> Indeed, we do. Yes, the, tar- the target length is eight minutes. And in eight minutes, the average shower in the United States is using 17.2 gallons of water. It's so much water. It is. Now, imagine if you're in there for 45 minutes, Jessica. It's so much water. That's why I don't do that very often. It's not like I'm doing this every other day. That's like once a month, once every couple of months. Whether you need it or not. (laughs) I'm going to use my water now. (laughs) It's time. It's time. Screw you, fish. This is my water. (laughs) Have you ever used one for me? You mentioned hair and shampoo. Yeah. Um, have you ever used one of those dry shampoos? Mm-mm. What are those things and how do they work? And I'm, so I, I have haven't. No I haven't used them. I haven't had the chance to use them yet. But um, the ladies at work absolutely swear by them because it allows them to not have to wash their hair every day. 
Which and is kind of gross. I've no, heard that too from other women. It's not. It just sort of like, like absorbs the, the I don't want to wash my hair every day. I'm like, gross. No, it's not because it's actually really bad for your hair to wash it every single day because you're stripping the natural oils out of your hair that's there to protect it from like heat, which ladies and some men, if you're super into your hair and you want it to look really nice, you're hitting it with a blow dryer. You're hitting it with a straightener or a curling iron. Um, and that is really not good for your hair. So the dry shampoo allows you to take the greasy appearance away and also like protect your hair and not require you to be in the shower. It's good. Aside from bathing is good. Not bathing at all is bad. Bathing, not bathing. Not bathing at all is not, is bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> bathing too much is bad. You want the perfect amount. Not too much. Not too little. Get not too it's much. like your favorite thing to say, soap. It gets you clean. Uh, Kermit the Frog. You want to do it when you're dirty, get get clean. You don't want to do it too much. I mean, if you need to wake up, go for a run or something. And then you can go take a shower. There you go. Well, you yeah. want to take a shower today? You better don't, get Don't take first. too long. Don't make it too hot. Not too hot. So here's how the experts say to shower properly. Oh, my God. What is going on with your stomach? <laughs> Cheetos. Cheetos and margar <laughs> and drink bomb margaritas. Not a good mix. It's not. Pro tip out there for the listeners. Okay. <laughs> this is how the experts say you. you should bathe. Get the body wet with warm but not hot water. Okay. I'm assuming they're already skipping the step of get naked and get in the shower or the bath. I guess so. Don't do it with your clothes on. No. Number two, use a simple bar of soap or liquid cleanser. What do they mean by simple? Don't do the crazy bath bombs and everything? Simple bar of soap. Lever 2000. Ivory. Simple bars. No okay. added sense. Just soapy smell. We don't need to add to the fat bergs that are lurking in the city sewers and everything, too. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's gross. Yeah. So gross. Make suds with your hands and wash your body in a top-down manner. Or from your heads, or from your head to your toes. Heads. As opposed to what? People doing handstands in the shower? It means don't. If you're doing top down, you'd be from head to toes. It means. Who's got toes up top? Don't wash your junk before you wash your <laughs> face is what it means. Okay. And that helps work everything down in the rinsing too. Speaking of junk, don't forget all the nooks and crannies such as folds of the skin, mm -hmm. underarms, growing, and between your toes. Growing? Growing. Groin? Yes. That's how I pronounce it. Growing. You're G saying growing. <laughs> no, G-R-O-I-N. Don't make fun of how I speak. I was from, <laughs> born and raised in Michigan. Groin. Growing. You're saying you're wrong. <laughs> you're just, no. I'm sorry. How many R's are in Washington? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shower for five to ten minutes with eight being the target. Set a timer. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. And then apply moisturizer after drying off. You should do that. Yes. It's nice for your skin. It will be happy. There you go. One last lightning round for you. Oh, no. There's... Towel no. or air dry? Towel. Or we could get those Dyson things that are like a jet engine. Blow the water <laughs> right off you, along with watching your skin, your skin like go back and forth. Like the hand dryers in the bat in the public restrooms. Oh, moves your hand skin all. Jessica, let's give our post race showering cleanup tips after we've done whether it's at home or a hotel, or jumping in the lake or Ew. with one of those bags with holes in it that like is a 
portable shower for camping, which we don't get we to We don't do. do that. I've like wanted to do that. You just say no. You go have a good time. What are your post-race showering tips? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you should take a shower after you go through and do a race. Well, after you have your post-race beverage and maybe your finish line burrito, but yeah. Yeah. No, you need to take a shower after you have a race. It's very important. I, depending on the temperature of the day, if it is a scorchingly hot day, I am going to be taking a cooler to ice cold shower because I need to cool off. Um, if it was just sort of, I don't know, warm out, but not too bad. I'm going to be taking a really friggin' hot shower because usually after a race, my muscles are very tense and I'm still pretty worked up, um, from the adrenaline and the finishing and all that good stuff. Um, so I go into the shower to relax and I make sure I am using like my favorite soap and I'm taking kind of a longer time to scrub my hair and wash myself all over and make sure I'm like super clean because you get so hot and so sweaty. And if you're like running, dirt is flying up from your shoes and sticking to you because you're sweating. Or if you're on a bike doing a bike race and you ride through a mud puddle, you're getting sprayed with mud. And or just, even whether you're biking or running, you're making forward motion, you're sweaty. And even if things, it's just the breeze, it's going to stick to you. Right. So I want to make sure I get all that junk off. Um, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much what I like to do. I'm not doing my hair afterwards. I am moisturizing because I just have to. Um, but I'm probably just leaving my hair down to be dry or wet. Don't want to get the hose again, do you? I don't want to get the hose again. Put the lotion on the skin. Anyways, that's pretty much all there is to it for showers. I mean, lots of deodorant afterwards too. Anyway, what do you like to do after a race? My, uh, for a destination race, I would say my number one tip is when you're making a reservation, Get the late checkout. Most of the races are in Solid the morning. Plan. So that, and if this is, if you're leaving that the day of the race, you stayed overnight, mm-hmm. you're going to do the race and go home, get the late checkout so that you can do your race. You do your post-race celebrations with all your stinky friends. Yep. And then you can go take a shower before getting in the car or getting in the Uber or taxi or Lyft to go to the airport. Right. And then you can get out of town and instead of way- having to travel dirty and stinky. Well, that in this way, if you want to stop for like lunch or something somewhere, you don't have to worry that you'll offend all the other patrons at that establishment. Because and if you're you'll be nice about and squeaky clean. Losing those cool numbers on your calves or your biceps, they don't come off. They right don't away. come off. They're in Sharpie. They're not coming off. Or you get the little stickers. Yeah, the little temporary uh, tattoo thingies, t- yeah. and they're not coming off either. So, so you can still look awesome and be less offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's really my number one tip, though, is get the late checkout and then the yes shower. And the other thing is, usually it's when I'm having that post-race shower that all the endorphins, the runner's high, wears off. So beforehand, I'm like, and we're going to go do this and this and this and this. And then I get in the shower and I get out and I'm like, nap time. Need a little snooze. (laughs) So keep that in mind as you're taking that temperature-appropriate shower all the big plans you had might go out the window just and plan for that accordingly something else to keep in mind it's really nice having your favorite brand of shampoo and conditioner and body wash with you and if you are at a destination race you should probably take that with you instead of relying on the hotel to provide whatever their stuff is their preferred brand because you might not like it and that could actually be really upsetting and then my last tip, uh, as far as post-race showering goes, that when we do come home, especially, I close. So for us, we there's a, the door to our bedroom, 
And then there's the door to our ensuite. Yeah. Our bathroom. And then there's the shower curtain, of course. And I will close all the doors okay. just to create a greater buffer from the children who, with their little fingers under doors and pounding on doors and running in and whatever little drama and refereeing fights. And I just have that moment of serenity, of peace. Holy cow, what did I just do? And let it all come together. You're welcome to be there. Well, thanks. You are. Now, that was the post-race, but we, in terms of messiness, the color runs. We've done a number so of the color official runs. color runs. We've done the knockoff color runs. We've put on color runs with the cross-country team. And so we've we've done, jeez, like a dozen of these. Yeah. Things you can do to aid with cleanup. Yep. Because that is the drawback to them. While they're fun to do, they, and they are make a great hot mess. pictures. Yes, they are a hot mess, and there's a lot of cleanup. So, Jess, let's run through our tips on color runs in terms of cleanup, whether it's prep or the actual execution of cleanup. Mm-hmm. Step number one. You need to pimp your car out like you're making Dexter's Kill Lab, okay? You are putting plastic sheets down every along every and you're surface not talking about in the car. Dexter's Laboratory, the cartoon. You're talking oh, about Oh, no, I'm Showtime talking about serial killer, serial Dexter, killer Dexter, who's coming to get you if you're a bad human. That Dexter. And the reason is that color is going to come off you on your car ride home. Even if it's just a five-minute car ride, it's going to come off you, and it's going to absolutely stain your seats and your dashboard. It's going to get into all the little crevices of, like, the leather on the dashboard or whatever else you have in your car in the knobs on the stereo in the buttons whatever um, and you don't want that to happen so you seriously need to put the plastic down over everything preferably in multi-layers I realize this is incredibly bad for the environment but equally bad would be getting back into your car after doing a color run and not having done this and then getting color all over you again like going to an important business meeting right you don't suit. want to yeah. show up multicolored for that the plastic yet to get are the the big plastic drop cloths in the painting section. Yep. Uh, they're cheap. They're easy. There's lots of them, and you just roll them out through your car. When you're done, you pull them out. The other thing you want to do is pack uh, trash bags. And so what we'll do is, and we dress usually in layers, mm-hmm. peel off the T-shirts, throw off the shorts. Usually we've got spandex shorts underneath so we can put something else on. And those layers that are covered in a lot of the powder, throw them in that bag. Yep seal it so it's closed on the drive home and then dump them straight in the washing machine yeah we're not the type to like try and save the t-shirt for uh future wears like it's just it's it's too messy there's a process where you can spray them with hairspray and hit them with the iron and do washing it's just like oh we'll clean it we do another color run and then take pictures and actually that's just it take pictures of you from every angle in the shirt and you'll always have them so you don't need the shirt yeah and speaking of the shirts well, the, it is essentially cornstarch with colored dye in it. Yep. And it's supposed to always come out. It doesn't always come out 100%. Sometimes you get a little off gray. So don't wear the most expensive running gear you have. Nope, you want it to be cheap. The nicest, most expensive. Go get the cheap t-shirt that comes in like the 12-pack from the discount big box store. Or just the dollar store. You can get white t-shirts at yeah. the dollar store. Get wear those. those. They work just as great. I mean, honestly, way, a color run is just for fun. You're not going for race time in these things. No, you're going to make pretty awesome pictures. That's the whole point of doing it. So you can take well, these and get some exercise. amazing pictures and you can stick them on Instagram and if you find that unicorn, you can get that dude in there, too. And that's super fun. So, And then I would say in the back of your car, when you're packing everything, pack 
baby wipes. Oh my gosh, baby wipes. Wipe off your face. Yep. The you funniest can get thing a was a lot off with a baby wipe. You can clean your whole house with a baby wipe. Even, and even with the baby wipes, you're still going to look like a psycho. I remember driving through D.C. because we did a color run in National Harbor with the kids. So much and we're fun. driving across the district because we lived in Northern Virginia. And I stop at a stoplight and I've got a D.C. Uh, cop car next to me. And there was two officers inside and they look over and they're looking at us. The car is lined with plastic. We got three little kids in the back seat. <laughs> And we look like psychos. And I had taken the baby wipes and wiped my face, but I still have blue under my eyes <laughs> and just streaks along my face and some green in my ear and yellow under my chin and neck or my chins because it was quite heavy at that point. Mm-hmm. And I just smile and they're just laughing and shaking their head and like, moving on. Yeah. No, people have a pretty good sense of humor about the whole thing, um, especially the restaurants that are nearby where the finish line is. Kids, people want to eat hamburgers and french fries after they go to a color run. They just do. And um, same race, we went and actually did that. And that place was invaded by all of these colorful people and their restaurant workers were just like, what the f- is happening right now? Why are there hot pink people in here? <laughs> <laughs> or Smurfs. Smurfs. It was so funny. Um, I will say, as you're taking your shower, and it might take multiple showers to get this all out, and you really are having to go through every nook and cranny and crevice, and even if you're wearing running shoes, and dear Lord, Jessica, your stomach, um, you're you wearing shoes, it gets out. into your, it gets into the vents, it gets into your shoes, because it's going to stick to anything that's sweaty, including between your toes. You're going to have to wash it. You're going to have to Q-tip but one, your ears. Something, yes, so, and inside your nose. Yep. Something that's a lot of fun to do, though, is as you're in the shower, do take a moment and look down at your toes and watch and just your feet and watch the all the colors as they wash off your body. They start circling the drain. And it is quite pretty. It's pretty. You can also pretend like you're in an Alfred Hitchcock, mo- an Alfred Hitchcock movie. You can. And what? Like someone's going to come through the shower curtain with a knife? I'm just saying. Or are you we can going with Vertigo? Like, uh, no, Psycho. Okay. All the way. Is there a shower scene in Vertigo? I was thinking more of the spinning I mean, that's in the Psycho, effect. too. So, anyway, someone. Wait, wasn't the toilet in Vertigo? Isn't oh my that. God. You started it. I know. That's another episode. Fine. So, there's. This is kind of short and sweet, but to the point. Our, our cleaning. I guess we'll sum it up with Jess's line that she stole from Kermit the Frog. So, Soap. It gets you clean. It gets you clean. It's from Muppets Take Manhattan. Before we go, though, we need to give a shout out to the Red Arrow Challenge champions. The Red Arrow Challenge being our virtual free multi-sport competition. Go to our Instagram, which is Red Arrow HW. The link in the bio, you can create a username for free, record your distances, put them in every week. And for the top performers in each category by age group, we give them a shout out. And for the most recent week. Swimming. Nobody. Running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude, 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, The Logan, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Johnny B. Good, nobody older than that, featured members, me. Walking. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Soleil, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, SB, Nikki, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, A.R. Miller, 60 to 69, Sunny D, featured members, me. Biking on road. 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Cyclone. Nobody in the 50 to 59 category, but 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill, featured members, me. 
Biking Off-Road. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Dirt Devil. 40 to 49, Cyclone. Nobody older than that. Sit Down Paddling. Uh, 20 to 29, Gator Boy. And nobody in the other categories. Stand Up Paddling. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Me West. 40 to 49, Coffee Dude. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Sunny D. Cross Country Skiing. Nobody. Wow. I know. Skating. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Benny. 40 to 49, Great Juan. 50 to 59, G. Smith. 60 to 69, Pac Mac. Featured members, me. Hockey. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Husky Mike. 30 to 39, Moose Man. 40 to 49, Great Juan. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, MRH313. Featured members, me. Points. God, that hurt. 20 to 20, or sorry, that's 20 to 29. 9 and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, The Logan, 40 to 49, Coach T, 50 to 59, Herb, 60 to 69, Sunny D, featured members, me. That's the end. That is the end. Hey, I just got a text. Yeah, really, while from, we're recording? Uh-huh, from my friend, and she said, <laughs> have you ever made pudding out of hard-boiled eggs? Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> No, but she said that she saw a video, and it's hard-boiled eggs, coconut milk, sweetener, and cocoa. And I just, oh. I can't do it. I don't think that coconut and eggs will go together. I kind of hope <sighs> she tries it, and then she can let me know how it is. You know what? Maybe some of our other listeners will try it and post it Somebody online. Somebody tell me how it is, because yeah. I am super curious about it, but not I'm curious enough to make it myself. It. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, on that note, yes. this has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We post episodes almost every week. We drop them on Monday, formerly on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to all of them. This is episode 64. So you got Congrats. 63 others to listen up, get caught up on. Yeah. But until next time, Jessica. Bye. Bye. Bye.